0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast episode 85 today. Week 3 preview. Your host TJ Savoud joined alongside me today a little bit of a different crew. We have co-commissioner Augie Garbalato in the house, and as always, my father, Tommy Savarro, who's holding up a three, three-time MVP, Tommy Savarro. <laughs> coming off, we didn't talk about it on the last podcast, but you're coming off of a 9-0 and o week. You had you were 9-0 and o with your predictions. 9-0. and 9-0, so I guess. Colts
1: of the league, no one else has it like I
0: do. Okay, 9-0. So, Aug, first time on the pod this season. How are we doing today? I'm
2: doing good. Kurtzman's um, in hibernation preparing for IB, and he was scared to come on the podcast, so <laughs> here I am.
0: Kurtzman, uh, this week, yeah, we have jam packed game, uh, jam packed slate here. We could pause in the podcast today too. People have been saying that they like the no pauses, they like the flow of the no pause podcast. But since we're not doing it over Skype today, we might we might have some pauses in here. But let's uh let's jump right into the game. we'll be- jump right into the games because Kurtzman is not here, and we don't have anything to say about the league before the the game starts. Except for actually, timeout. Timeout. time out. I yeah. take that back. We do have stuff to say about the league. Um, the location might not be at rebels this week due to the incoming rain. We received a text from the person who runs the field telling us that the field might not be playable this week. So with that being said, definitely make sure to stay on your phone. We captains, obviously the team captains will be alerting anyone if there is any field change or anything like that, but the weather may play a little bit um, of a factor this week. So everyone just be, alert for that. Do we have anything else to say besides that? No, I
2: think we're good.
0: Yeah, we should, we should be good to go. So let's jump right into the 9am slate of the week three of the Bear Down Sports Association Spring Flag Football League. 9am slate, only one game this week. Dartmouth against Blue Mountain State. Initial thoughts when you hear those two teams, dad, how do you think, uh, how do you think this one plays out?
1: A uh, Dolphins coming off a big win. Uh, they got uh, Nick Thompson's back. Uh, really helps Joe in that offense uh blue mountain state lost a tough one to augie where they could have tied it or even gone ahead at the end of the game it's gonna be a good matchup but i think there's gonna be a lot of offense in this game
2: uh um i think i'm looking for uh joe to you know keep feeding tompkins uh he looked so much better in the second half than that first half last week and i think um Blue Mountain State—they're a tough outing for anyone, especially with Vin at quarterback. So it's going to be a good one.
0: Oh, uh, you played them last week. What are the things that you need to, what that you think that Blue Mountain State needs to do better in this game in order to beat a team like Dartmouth?
2: Um, I think they need to figure out what they're doing on the D line because they were switching a lot of guys. Vin would rush me some plays, Mikey would rush me some plays, and then Vin Arena, like they were just—I feel like they didn't have. Um, they weren't cohesive yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would like them to get it figured out on defense more. Um, their corners played great. Bryce, Paul, uh, Matt Green—they all played well. So I think it, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close one.
0: I think in this game right here, Dartmouth's coming off a huge win, and obviously, Blue Mountain State in need of a big win now because this they could fall to one and three on the season here, and that's that's not at all you know what we expect from a Vin Gargano led team. I think the way that this one plays out, Joe and Tompkins, they need to do the thing, but Liam also needs to get on track in this one. And you could say Paul also needs to get on track for Blue Mountain State. Two of those guys who are expected to be, you know, that kind of 1A, 1B wide receiver on these two teams. Those are the guys that have to get it going. I think Joe, if he plays like how he played in that second half for a full game, this week they're going to be a really, really tough team to beat, that Dartmouth team. But (sighs) Blue Mountain State... I guess I'll start with the picks. I think I have to take Blue Mountain State in this game. I, I don't think Vin is gonna fall to uh, to one and three. I think just he's gonna will one out. I think it's gonna be a super close game. I don't like betting against Joe, and especially not the way that Dartmouth came out in that second half last week against Soaps, coming off of a huge win. But I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take Blue Mountain State to get it done in this one. That.
1: I uh, have yet to seen a full game, two halves of football played by Joe Piscopo.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, he had a great second half last week. I need him to put together two halves of football. I need him to show me that if I'm going to make this a, a team that I'm going to pick moving forward. But like you said, uh, I think Vince too good a quarterback to fall to one and three. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Blue Mountain State this so
0: week. So you're taking Blue Mountain State as well, and you don't you're not putting stock into the the big victory against Sobes last week for Joe. Uh, I
1: hate to say this, I don't think that that LSU team is that good.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Augie, what what's your pick? Um, my pick, I I think I'm leaning towards Vin, but I, I really do think Dartmouth has a real chance of winning this one, and I have Kurtzman's picks right here, so I'm going to say it for him. He uh, He also has Blue Mountain State winning this one. Oh, I
0: hate that. I would have taken Dartmouth if I knew you guys were taking the others. This is a game where you you could gain a game on someone in this game because this is this is a toss up. Stop
1: trying to catch me and tell me who you think is going to win. The I do. Game.
0: I, I think Blue Mountains. So then, then, then let's stick by your pick. I, I did. I didn't say I'm switching it, but right. I think my point that I'm making is that this is a game that's truly a toss up, yeah. and I think uh, you could gain a game if you were to have the other side in this but one.
1: Is that what you're doing? This is just to gain a game. I mean. No, no, you make your picks because you t- I'm I'm telling you who the better team is. Okay, Junior, stop trying to chase me. <laughs> yeah, not, stop, I'm it's not going to happen. You're chasing- you all can't right. you
0: can't fill these shoes. All right, all right watch. Now I'm going to let you pick first every game. I'm pick- I have no problem with that because I'll, cause I'll gonna, tell you
1: what I think is going to win. I'm going to fade
0: you. I might fade you this week. I yeah. just,
1: I'm be- not going to pick against who I think is not going to win just to see if I can get a game on you. No, I don't play that way. I'm going to tell you
0: who's going to win. Okay, not at all no this week. <laughs> all right. uh, 10 a.m. sleep. TCU versus Florida. TCU looking miserable, falling very low in your power rankings, Dad. Over the first two weeks, Florida, who you are obsessed with, who you are in love with, uh, how do you see this one playing out? I'm, I'm waiting for uh, TCU's offense to show up. Uh, two games, two
1: blowouts, very disappointed. I know they got it in them. I've seen it before. Um, but I, I, I like Florida comes in with a complete team. They play both sides of the ball well. They get really good line play. Like I said, they got Jawar. They got Matt, Matt DeFilippis. I thought he played a great yeah. game last week. Uh, it's, it's a team that not only are they winning, they're improving with each victory. So I see them getting stronger, and they,
2: they have a great leader in Jirok.
0: Oh, uh, how do you feel like these two teams match up against each other?
2: Um, this is definitely interesting because I know Jirok said he wants to play the teams that win. That won the previous week and not have the teams that need a win. Okay. And Dylan's team at 0 and 2 right now. They have a doubleheader. I could see them coming out the day 2 and 0 and back to 500. But they just got to stop Drock, man. It seems like he just runs for a 45 yard touchdown at least every game now. Um, I'm leaning towards TCU here. I know Drock's gonna get on me, but <laughs> it is what it is. I think uh, TCU is gonna be able to
0: get this one done I think TCU gets back on track as well I'll start off with the pick again I'm taking TCU in this one I don't like picking it against Jirok at this point right now I think like you said that was a huge win for them last week and I think if the weather plays a factor I think that could uh, that could be in Jirok's advantage as well just another game where you just gotta be an athlete make someone miss slip on the field you know who's got their balance I think Jirok could be that could be a huge factor in this game but I can't see Dylan and company going to zero and three. Yeah, I also I, this think, hungry dog runs faster in this one.
2: Yeah, I think also Eric came into this last game against IB. He was trying to do what works in the five v five format and realized that there's not that much open space with seven guys on the field. So I think he'll have a better game plan. Um, I got TCU winning this one, but Kurtzman, he has Florida.
0: Mmm, that.
2: Uh, like I said, uh, I think the TCU
1: has the firepower. I think they can break out, but I'm going with a more complete
0: team. I'm going with Florida. Okay. So you guys both got Florida. I got TCU. I got Dylan. Big <clears throat> game. Two touchdowns. An interception. Just big plays all around. I think Dylan's not letting his team go to 0-3. Think, I'm excited Dylan for it. I think Dylan should
2: spend some time on the D-line moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll see what happens. D- Dylan sent
0: me a uh Dylan sent me a Instagram picture of of uh Chase Young. Chase Young's uh, looking mad skinny. He, he thinks he's Chase Young. Yeah, and Dylan's like, if, <laughs> if 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 skinny Chase Young could dominate the defensive line, so so could Skinny Dylan. Right. So <laughs> that would be a that would be a good one. I think that's gonna be a really good game as well. That's one I'm really looking forward to watching. Georgia against Wyoming, 10 a.m. This is
2: the game of the week right here.
0: Game of the week. Um Kurtzman undefeated go against IB. Kurtzman, you know. You know, not on the pod, doesn't want to give anything away. He's
2: no. a little scared right
1: now. No, he's not. No, no.
0: Dad, how you feel about this one? Uh, like, Kurtzman is IB's Kryptonite. <laughs> and Damien.
1: Yeah, yeah Damien, too. He's the only one that and grabs his flag. flag. Uh, Damien's going to be all back on the defensive line.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, this is going to be a really tough game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if it's it's a rainy game, Kurtzman's a mutter. <laughs> a mutter? Yeah, he can play in the mud. Okay. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of arrows are pointing towards. Uh, Wyoming in this one. Who are
0: you who are you looking for to step up in this one? If Kershaw's going to win, what's what's got to happen here?
1: Oh, um, the obvious is Danino. You know, okay. That's that's who really uh, George's got to concentrate on stopping. Um, who else do I like on uh... Pat? Oh, Pat, Pat's back.
0: Yeah, okay. Pat and Robert both back. All right,
1: this is gonna be this is gonna be a really good
0: game then. Yeah, I think on one side you got Danino and Pat. Also, Rob Reddington as well. I think you get, you know, a lot of their, their team back. And then, obviously, Georgia, what they've done so far with that secondary. Jack. Tyson. I.B. Tyson.
2: TJ. Like,
0: they're they they're, they're everywhere. Um, their defense has been by far the best in the league. So, this is a, a really good test for Kurtzman. Usually, his team comes... The way Kurtzman's been winning throughout the first two weeks so far has been their defense. Their defense has carried them. And all his victories against I.B., I feel like it's been an absolute shootout. So... I don't. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if if Kurtzman could keep up with this with this Georgia team in the shootout. Um, yeah. IB is playing. Is this the best we've seen IB play so far? Is this the most
2: locked in he's ever been for a season? Yeah, I think so. He's just making everyone miss, making every throw. I, I think he leads the league in. Yeah, he does lead the league in uh, completion percentage. He's just putting up five touchdowns every week now, so it's, it's really hard to beat him.
0: Who do you think's going to win the game?
2: <sighs> I, I got Georgia. I think IB gets his first win against Kurtzman, but um, I think it's going to be a very close one. I think it's going to be back-and-forth battle, and I think it's going to come down to if Kurtzman's secondary could handle... Uh, the firepower yeah. of Georgia.
0: Dad?
1: This is a real tough one. Uh, being that Pat's a rookie in this one, he's oh. got he's got to get a taste. He's got a taste of, uh, of this league's best, and IB, and that Georgia team. Uh... And even though Kurtzman has the uh, Maloik on uh, IB on IB, I'm I'm going to go with Georgia on this one too.
2: Kurtzman obviously has Wyoming. I, I, think, not, uh,
1: you know. I think I think I think Sedano steps up and has a big game. We haven't mentioned his name. I mean, there's a star on every and every position on that team. But Sedano's huge on the defensive line. You can get the pressure on Kurtzman.
0: I'm going to take Kurtzman and Wyoming in this game. I think this is. I think IB. He, I don't think he goes undefeated in the regular season, and I think this is the game that he's gonna lose.
2: I don't think he goes undefeated in the regular season.
0: Well, yeah, you think you're gonna beat him? Yeah, yeah, you, smoke yeah, him. yeah <laughs> you. Yeah, 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 you're in. Yeah, I know, I know that, but I think this is a game where Kurtzman has been super focused. Super obviously, ib has been super focused as well. But I'm gonna take it. I think Pat and Rob. I think the and brothers are gonna break out in this one. I think you, you know, you got Moore who used to play against IB and this one, I think Damien, who's IB's kryptonite. Make, makes a bunch of plays in the backfield on this one and I think that secondary of of Pat of Kurtzman of Danino and Dean on that other side as well. I think they're gonna do a really good job. I think Pete. I think they're gonna be ready to go. Pete
1: Pete's good for a long touch on every game.
0: I think I think they have a, a good game plan. I think this is gonna be a really close one. I'm gonna take the upset. My first and probably only time for the rest of the season that I will be picking against IB but uh here it is. I'm I'm going to take Wyoming in this one. Kurtzman was on me, said I never pick him in a big game. But all right, I think, I think he could get it done this week. I'm, conf- I'm confident in, uh, in the Wyoming group. All right, let's move on to the 11 a.m. slate. Ole Miss against LSU. Two teams coming off of losses. Uh, LSU obviously at the buzzer. I mean, not, not LSU. Ole Miss obviously at the buzzer. And uh, LSU just got routed in that second half. Three interceptions by Sobin in the second half uh, against Dartmouth. Oh, I'll start with you in this one. Uh, how are you feeling about these matchups and how are these teams? Is this a must win for both of these teams here?
2: Um, I think this is a must win for LSU because yeah. if you fall to, what are they, 1-2 and two right now? 1-3. Yeah. Yeah, and three. Obviously, they have Sobs and they could just win, win out if he gets back on his shit, but um, I really think they, they need to win to boost the morale of the team. I think the O-line played better, but I think they gotta have a, a lot on their plate with Austin, so they need to give Soaps as much time as possible. Um, I I think LSU gets the. Dub.
0: Okay, so Augie's pick is LSU. Dan, how are you feeling this one? Um, I normally don't. For some reason, I normally don't
1: pick uh, Ole Miss or. Yeah, you uh, pick Tom against Tommy. I, it's not that I hate Tom. I don't. I don't. And I, you know how much I'll, I'll uh, say how much I love Soaps. I don't like their team this year. I don't. I think uh, I think they lack. Uh, uh, offensive line I think they don't get enough pressure on the quarterback I think that um, Sob's being hurt not being hundred percent really hurts their team uh, I do like I think Paulie calledden out had a great game last year uh, last year last week uh, Giuseppe Giuseppe's a beast they underrated uh, I watched him play three games last week and his motor was running Austin and Austin and Austin, do uh, you think Austins gonna eat that line I think Austin's a, is a beast Um I I'm, I'm going. I'm gonna go with Ole Miss this
0: week. Wow. I'm also taking Ole Miss in this game. Wow. I'm taking Ole. Oh, I'm taking Ole Miss. I think I gotta see something from LSU. Do I? I guess it's the same. It's the same. It's the same sense that I said. I can't see Vin Gargano going to zero right. three.
1: How do you see Soaps going? 1-3? How do I see
0: Soaps going to zero and three? I pick Tommy literally one and, one and every three. single week. One and three. One and three. Excuse me. One and three. I pick Tommy literally every single week. But I was really impressed by that team. I think they could have easily won that game last week. Obviously they lose on the Hail Mary, but I'm I'm just more impressed with this Ole Miss team and how they've they've looked, especially with Paulie. I was just super impressed by Paulie last Pauly was week. Phenomenal. I hate doing it, but I have to pick Ole Miss in this one.
2: And Kurtzman is going with LSU.
0: Mm, okay. Kurtzman's got another another shot to gain a game there. Oh, uh, games picked the winner. He did. That's what oh, that person made his picks before. He doesn't know who we took, but I am taking. I am taking Ole Miss in this one as well. I have. I take Tommy literally every single week. Um, I think that I said it on the I said on the last box I'm gonna say it again. If Tommy just cuts that shit out, where he just throws that one bad pass, two bad passes the game, where it's just yeah, what are you what out. are you doing? If you just cut that shit out, Tommy's. Yeah, that team could be serious. So, I think they're uh, they're gonna be goodness. When I think Austin's gonna have a huge day as well. Yeah, I,
1: listen, I picked you this week. Don't fuck
0: it up. <laughs> yeah,
1: I thought you never bet against those. I never do. And <laughs> I, here it is. I'm, I'm betting against the two again. weeks in a row. I just I, I I wish I seen more out of that team. I, the team's gonna get on my case when they see me on the field. Yeah. But The bottom line is, shut me up. Go out there and fucking play a kick-ass
0: game and shut me up. There you go. There nice. you go. I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah, he, he says, I never bet against Sobes. Yeah. Bets against Sobes every two week now. <laughs> <end>. <laughs> you, know, you know, week seven. You know, I hate to get bet against Sobes, but. Uh, what injuries uh, this, are fucked up, man. Yeah. Especially for a mobile quarterback. Okay. Let's go to the other 11 a.m. game. TCU playing on the second game of the doubleheader against Oregon. Oregon coming off of a, of a heartbreaking, heartbreaking loss 0 2. Two weeks where they've lost on the last play of the game. TCU, who I think, did we? Uh, no, they both picked uh, Florida, correct? Chris been, been picked Florida, yeah. and you picked Florida too, correct? Yes. So you guys, so you guys have TCU coming off of a loss in this one. In your mind, they're coming off a loss here. Yeah. So, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel about these two teams? That uh, TCU, we already talked a little bit about uh, TCU. What do you feel about uh, Oregon in this game?
1: Oregon is is two places from being two and zero.
0: Yeah.
2: You know,
1: they're, they're the best zero two team in the league. They definitely have the talent. You can't say they don't. I want to see uh, Sirhoff get the ball to Pip like he did last week. Mm-hmm. Pip, Pip is a weapon. You got to use him. Okay. I'm not saying he's the only weapon on that team, but he's a standout. And I, I you know what? It, it won't hurt you
2: to look for him early and often.
0: Uh, Kurtzman. Augie, how um, you feeling this one?
2: <laughs> I agree with feeding Pip, but it's. uh, You get Zach stray back? Yeah, you got Zach Schrey back. And don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Steve Bowen only has two catches through the Shh. first two weeks. Steven the Demon? So Jesus. I think just having all three of them back gives her off a lot of options. Um,. John Romano played phenomenal for him. I think the O line blocked a little bit better. So well, let's, let's talk about Serhoff's defensive prowess. He's oh my five
0: God, sacks. five sacks! Five sacks yeah. those week. Oh my God. What? Yeah. So how do we feel about you know TCU's line going up against someone like Serhoff?
2: Um, I think I think Andras, um, that's his name, yeah. His name. Yeah. He he's shown he could block most people in this league, if not everyone. So that should be a good matchup right there. Um, but Dylan versus Zach Ray game? Yeah, uh, what, what's their career record against each other? I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel <laughs> like Zach is always talking this shit though. So hopefully Zach is back this week and ready to go. Steve, if if Bowen only has two receptions, Surhoff's got to change that. Last week he came out and got his pit. He's got to start. Sl- it Feels weird because I feel like he is slinging the rock though. I feel like he is trying to get it out there. But Steve's too good to only have two catches. Dad, I'll let you start. What's your pick in this one?
1: Uh, we we talking about a sloppy rainy game. I guess that's, that's, what, we're that's what we're assuming. We're uh, assuming this is gonna be a tough one to pick. I'm gonna go with Oregon. I'll uh, go with my heart. You got know.
2: TCU going to 0 and 4.
0: Yeah, yeah. Until they show me something, I can't pick them. Okay. So you're 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 taking that? You said you're going with your heart. Why is that your heart?
2: Because I think the Oregon's a good team.
0: Okay. Augie.
2: Um, I think TCU wins this one. I think they get to 500 on the season. Go 2 and 0 on the day. Uh, get things back together. I think Eric will look good. I don't care if the weather's rainy or what, but um, I got TCU winning that one. I think it'll be a close one because Serhoff loves playing in those close games, so it'll be a good one.
0: I'm also taking TCU. I think they get back to 500 on the weekend.
2: Kurtzman's oh. pick, TCU. Mm,
0: wow, Kurtzman no also. Going
2: to Oregon. Wow, yep. No one has faith.
0: There you go. Uh, you, that's, listen, I have faith. That's all it matters. Okay, there you go. I feel like I pick against Serhoff every week, too. Sorry, seroff Surov was a beast though. Five sacks is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Ties the uh, yeah. single game,
2: yeah, record. And both of those, I think Bellheimer got it two falls ago, and it was against Sam Allen. And then Surov got five sacks against him. So, so I guess maybe Sam is the most sackable quarterback. Yeah, you get rid of the balls, man. Huh? <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to the 12 p.m. slate. Florida State against Purdue. Aug. your team in this one. Uh, um, what are you thinking?
2: I think. I wish I was playing IB this week, but I think it's uh it's gonna be a good game. I think Deshaun has improved. Um, we're not taking them lightly. I know that. So um, you're
0: not coming to this one with no game plan, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah, no, we we definitely have a game plan, and um, I'm gonna. I think Justin's gonna go crazy in this one. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Dad, um, I think Florida State possibly could have the best defense in the league. I think that uh, when when Augie was saying that he can give I.B. a game, I think he's absolutely right. Uh, but we'll get to that at another date. Uh, the defense is way too strong for a, a young team like Purdue. Um, like I said, uh, their quarterback, um, Deshaun. Deshaun he's going to have to play a mistake-free game just to be in this game. So uh, hopefully we get to see that. I know it's in him. Uh, I just think that Justin's the best player in the league. It looks like both sides of the ball, so.
0: You're gonna if Purdue's gonna be in this one, they're absolutely gonna have to play a mistake-free game, which is gonna be tough against someone like Justin. If Deshaun just out there throwing the ball and being reckless with it, I promise you guys like Augie and Justin and Rob and all those other guys on that on that FSU squad are gonna come down with the ball. They're gonna make interceptions. So he's gotta re- do a really good job taking care of it. And with that being said, you got if Augie, you know he's gonna take his chances. You know he's gonna give his guys chances. You're gonna have to win those 50-50 balls and and force Augie into some turnovers here if they even want a chance in this game. Um, I think all of us are taking Florida State, correct? Correct. Yeah. Kurtzman also took Florida State. I would assume. Yep. Yep. We're all taking. You can't. We just can't. You can't bet on Purdue right now. Until you can't bet on Purdue right now. Until it's until, until it's yeah, t-
2: let's until they're gonna make
1: win. No mistake. The talent is there. Yeah. It yeah, really no, they is. Have there.
2: A, they have a bunch of talented guys. They just got
1: to get it together. It might take a couple of games, but they'll get it together.
2: And I think it, it's kind of good. Not that like they got they played IB week one. They're playing me this week. So I think four games in playing two quarterbacks like me and IB it'll help them improve going forward all right let's move on to
0: the Texas Tech against Oregon game Texas tough Texas Tech coming off a loss I have them Oregon coming off of a loss in their second game of a back-to-back dad you talked about the second game of the back-to-back because this is Oregon's second game so um you think that affects them in this one
1: Oh, what woman it's Texas Tech against Oregon yeah. yeah Yeah. okay
0: I just had to get straight
1: uh, yeah uh, coming off a, a second especially if it's going to be uh, and poorly played weather um, I think it's going to be tough on a second game I think it's going to take out probably more than it would if it was a, a decent day you know
0: how do you feel about Texas Tech coming off the
1: loss I like Texas Tech I don't you know, have I don't them know. at
0: four in your power rings? I guess. have
1: fa- four in the power rankings because I think again they play the ball well on both sides of the ball and their quarterback is a smart quarterback heady quarterback good arm uh, slides well for a big man. He uses yeah.
0: protection well. Oh, you said that Billy was moving really well. Yeah, really right. well.
1: Uh, I, I, and I think I think they got a really good team. Hopefully, everyone's healthy this week, including my boy Abdul. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, I, you're going to be I, like, oh, it
0: was raining. Abdul <laughs> can't play in the rain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I think it helps them that Oregon's coming on, uh, you know, second game of a, a, a doubleheader.
2: I think that loss to been, uh helped them out, um, too, because Billy said in the captions Chat they had a – Nice Zoom meeting and went over game plan for uh, for this game coming up. So I, I like hearing that shit. Yep. So I think it's it's gonna be a good one.
0: Wait, who had the ability? Billy? Billy. Yeah.
2: Billy said after Kurtzman uh, said all that shit on the podcast, they had a, a nice Zoom meeting and went over game plan. So okay, I'm excited to see what they got.
0: So Kurtzman talked shit and said he knew what Billy was gonna run. Now Billy's like, all right, now I gotta mix this yeah. shit up. God, I guess I got, guess I gotta take it a little bit more seriously. I like to hear that. Oh God. This is tough. If I if I pick against Oregon, I have them at 0 and 4. Ooh, tough. That's tough. And I do not think that they are an 0 and four team at all. No. I'll make my pick. I'll take Oregon. I don't think they're going to 0-4, and, and I think they're gonna to lose to TCU, so I can't have them going to 0 and 4. I like that Billy's gonna be more prepared in this one. I just think what we talked about Oregon in the last one, um, in the last game, that, you know, you gotta get Steve involved, you gotta get Zach involved, mm-hmm. you gotta keep Pip involved. Like I think Sir and especially with that defense, you know they're watching film. They're gonna have a good game plan. They're gonna be ready to go.
2: Pip said they had a Zoom meeting today too, so I think both. That all the Zoom meetings.
0: Yep. <laughs> who had the better Zoom meeting? <laughs> who bought who bought the uh, the extra thirty minute? Uh, <laughs> who bought the extra thirty minute upgrade to, to to keep the Zoom meeting alive? Who or who just got off when the meeting was about to end? Um, no, I think this is gonna be a really good game. This also low-key has game of the week potential, like in terms of the so. trenches. And has this is going to be really important for the standings as well. Neither of these guys are going to want to lose. But with that being said, I am going to take Oregon. Dad,
1: uh, I'm going with Tech. Tech, set.
0: Yep, I figured that. Sexy Tech.
2: Um, I picked TCU against Oregon, and I do not think they fall to 0-4. I think they get this win here. Uh, Kurtzman also has Oregon winning this game. So you guys are picking the wrong game. I mean
1: you don't want to see him go to home four, so they should have you know you should have been picking him in the first game.
0: And the TCU? Okay. Maybe. Maybe that maybe that could be a valid point. All right. Let's go to the only one o'clock game. Michigan State against Alabama.
2: Apparently Dev's back, so that's good to hear.
0: That's great to hear. You get Abby back high receiver. Dad, how do you feel about Michigan State? I know you've had big time concerns about them, their lack of uh, ability well, yeah, to score the, the ball.
1: The last three years of football they haven't scored a point, uh, which is disturbing. But uh, <laughs> But if anyone else had a game plan, it, it's Sam. Sam will find out. I mean, like I said, first game last week, I saw him call almost every defensive play, and, and uh, they they were right on the money. Uh, I think he has something special for Alabama, who's a you know a rookie team. I think uh, I think they'll come out, and I think they'll uh, they'll put they'll, they'll put aside their their lack of offense. I think they're going to come out and explode this week.
0: I think the uh, big this is a game where. Sam Allen is going to be on top of his shit game planning wise. And Alabama doesn't really have much last week to go off of. They only have week 1 to go off of in terms of what they need to improve right, on as they a have team, team cuz they didn't have a full team last week. So I think that really hurts them in this one. I think Alabama their jump in terms of what they look like like as a team from week 3 to week 4 will be much better than week 2 to week 3. Considering the fact that they didn't have their team in week two for real, so with that being said, I'm going to take Michigan State in this one. I go, I do think Douglas is going to be all over them. This is going to be a game where Dev need, like listen, Dev needs to take care of the ball. We saw that in the first week. That's what I said. He can't just he just needs to lift the fight another down. But they have some big time playmakers with Emrick and Abby on the outside. So I would not be shocked at all if Alabama wins this one. I'm just gonna go with the. I'm gonna say preparation wins this one and, and ex- league experience. That's what I'll not even preparation because I do think that Emmerich and company is going to be preparing and game planning, but I think that um, I think that the league experience will help Sam Allen win this game. Dad,
1: I I think that the uh, Michigan State front, uh, their they're, uh, Bellheimer, Douglas, Douglas. Hasser. Frankie Caruso. Frankie I think. played
2: amazing. amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think. I said he was a sleeper when I, he was still I alive thi- in the draft. I, I think that's just too much pressure for a, a young Alabama and a young quarterback yeah. to handle. I, I'm Agreed. Go, I'm going with Michigan State. Agreed.
2: Um, I am president of the Sam Allen fan club. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Sam is going to make a statement this week. I think he's going to win by 15 or more. Um, and that's nothing against Alabama. I just think, you know, Dev got hurt last week. He took the week off. I think he might, I don't know, maybe look a little rusty or something. But I got Sam winning this one. Kurtzman also has Sam winning this one. So everyone got Michigan State. Everyone
0: has Michigan State in this one. All right. That's all the game for this week. But there is something else that I want to talk about on the podcast. We've done the stats. We have the league leaders in a bunch of these stats right now. So nice. I just wanted to shout some people out in, in certain spots over here. So let's get into the uh, the stats really around the league throughout the first two weeks of the season so far. And by stats, I meant offensive only yeah, stats. Only That's, the receivers. Only the receivers is, is, is what we've done so far. So
2: <laughs> leading the league, you guys want to guess who's leading Danino? the Danino? Correct. 200 yards for Mike Danino. Mike Body in second, 171. And Justin in third, 152 Steve Ruiz, 147 um, In fourth And Pip, 141 In fifth um, I want to point out that Justin and Body have played three games And Danino has played two And he still has Jesus three, uh, Jesus Christ yards. <laughs> So
1: um, Man, Mike's a beast <laughs> yeah. uh, hint, hint to Georgia Just covered Danino
2: <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown leader Cody Norton with five.
0: There you go. Goaty.
2: Mike Danino at four. Nick Douglas also has four. And Justin also has four. Spo has three. Hazard has three. Uh, a few guys have three. Um, reception leader, Mike Danino, 16. Paul Farrelly is in second with 13. I was surprised when I saw that one. Um, Pip, 13. Justin, 13. Body, 12. Giuseppe, 10. And Target's leader, Mike Danino, 24. (laughs) Justin, 22. Paul, 20. That's in two
0: games compared to three. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Emrick, 20. And Joe Pip, 18.
0: I like that, Emrick at 20.
2: Yeah, I'm happy to see Pip is, um, he went off last week because that week one, he didn't really do much, so I think he had probably 80% of his yards last week, so that was good to see. Um... But yeah, that's that's all the stats we got right now. Uh, we'll we'll get more uh, defensive stats next week, quarterback stats, and they're gonna be skewed throughout the whole year because some guys are playing three games, some guys play two. And, yeah, you know, that's how it is.
0: Yeah, no, just wanted to highlight those people around the league. Dad, any uh, anything surprising? Did you hear anything surprising in that one? Yeah, oh, well, he starts on the ball with Justin a little more. Okay,
2: <laughs> Justin <laughs> got twenty-two <laughs> targets.
0: All right, that's going to be it for the podcast. Everyone, make sure you guys are staying alert for any updates about the league this weekend. We will catch you guys at the field on Sunday. We'll see you then. Peace.